Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with an eBay guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Are your money back? Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Picture this. It's blazing hot outside and you need to head to work. You get into your car and turn on the AC to get cold air pumping as soon as possible, but it doesn't work. Instead, blowing hot air out of your vents and directly into your face. No, your car doesn't hate you. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the air conditioning system, and there's an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. There's no need to go to the shop and pay lots of money when you can save time and money recharging yourself with AC Pro Recharge Kits. AC Pro Recharge Kits make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience. And the AC Pro app offers clear, vehicle-specific instructions to help you get the job done in less than 10 minutes. So pick up an AC Pro Recharge Kit at any store selling auto products and confidently restore your car's cold air yourself today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Another week, another edition of Speed Street in the studio this week, sounding good in our favorite studio. Yeah. Our roundtable recording. It is big, it is luxurious, and it makes us feel really professional and really nice. So, Connor Daly, what's happening, man? Thank you. It does make it feel like this puts our meals on the table. Yeah. It does not yet, but someday it just might. Yeah, that's like I've been talking about, man. I've been following the numbers. The numbers following keep, the numbers. The, the numbers keep growing. They do week in, week out. The the downloads, the listens, the subscribers. You can see all that good stuff. So it keeps going up. So we appreciate you guys. Uh, we are available again on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. You can find us on Speed Street. So we really appreciate you being along. We got a lot to talk about today, man. In the world of racing, the Super Bowl is this weekend. Oh yeah. Um, I'm officially a homeowner. Oh, yeah, yeah. That is <laughs> exciting and nerve-wracking. A lot of life has happened this lot week. Of, a lot of life has happened, but I want to start real quick with a uh, little little runoff story that I had uh, about me and your mother. Okay, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know me, this story. Uh, so. Me, me and uh, the go. lovely Mrs. Bowles. Um, you know, I got, a, I got a direct message from Doug, your, your stepdad, uh, probably about a month ago. Yeah. And he's like, hey, uh, what's your number? Uh, Beth, parentheses, Connor's mom, as if <laughs> I wouldn't Couldn't put, that put it together. <laughs> yeah. Two uh, plus two equals. Right. Yeah. Connor's mom uh, wants to, uh, th- she, she wants to try to bring in some monkey bread for the podcast. And I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. yeah, absolutely. So I gave my number and, uh, you know, God love your mom. I, I got a text about a week later and I didn't even know I was traveling or something. And it's just one of those that I just, I saw yep. and then I never got back to it and forgot. So then I'm sitting at Target on wednesday i think Mm. and uh sitting at target with my wife and we're doing some stuff for the house and all of a sudden i get a call from 317 number i'm like huh i'll pick this up pick it up (laughs) lo and behold beth she's out here calling you beth bowls give me making phone calls she she rang me up and uh you know i was supposed to tell her when we were going to be recording this week (laughs) because she was going to bring some in but um we didn't find out exactly when we were going to be recording until about last night. So I was like, ah, probably too late to make the monkey bread. So Mrs. Bulls, I apologize, but that is the plan. And she's going to bring in some of the monkey bread because I've never had it. You rave about it. It's a big deal. Yeah. I, I, she's been, she's been really talking about that a lot. Every time she's like, I I will, I'll, I'll bring some in. I will bring some in. I was like, I think she just wants to interact with people. She just wants to be on the podcast. All of her sons are out of the house now. You know what I mean? She yeah. just wants to. She, I think she wants to be a guest on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. 
I'm sure she'd have great stories. I I don't know. Sometimes we got to be careful with her. You know what I mean? She kind of. <laughs> There's a few things that, you know what, we just have to keep to ourselves sometimes as a mom. Okay. And uh, that's kind of where we're at right now. But uh, I, if she does bring in monkey bread, I promise this whole studio would be very happy about it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, it is it is hard to get scheduled in and have a consistent. We've slowly moved our days back from recording on Wednesday now on Friday. Right. But it'll definitely move back to Wednesday eventually because, uh, you know, because we got some stuff going on, racing season coming up. But, yeah. yeah. Thank you. I'm glad. I'm glad that uh, Beth's reaching out. Yeah, it was a nice conversation. She was, you know, and she 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 <laughs> decided to go off on a story about how I should in, in, impersonate uh, Robert Downey Jr. Okay, and told the story of how um, your dad and your bro- your stepdad and your brother had dinner with Robert Downey Jr. Yes. when he was in town filming a ra- or that that lawyer movie that he was doing. Yes. And so she was telling me all about that and how he's he's way bigger than Nick Saban, so you should definitely do him. And uh so oh, yeah. it, it was it was I was like I at first it was a monkey bread conversation, now all of a sudden what she's telling me about the Robert Downey Jr. stuff is a great story. I didn't know that story. Yeah. You've met the man. Robert Downey Jr. does own a Connor Daly t-shirt. Um nice. I did give it to him. It was my uh, rookie year Indy 500 t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Probably does not own it anymore. I assume <laughs> that it went straight to an agent's hand and directly into a trash can. Maybe um, got mixed up in a move. But or it something. was a cool shirt. It was yeah. a cool shirt. And we got a great picture of me and old Bob, Bob Downey, uh, Bob Downey Jr. Uh, with this, with this t-shirt. Yeah. And he was a nice fella. Nice guy. I, I, I actually... That is a man that I would love to have a uh, have a cocktail with. Just, yeah. just I don't know. I, he, he just seems like a guy that I want to talk to. Well, like, he was he's so A-list. nice. He's, he's oh, a lister. Triple A. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. yeah. I mean, dude, dude, and he's been around forever. I know. So I, I apparently my stepdad and little brother did get to have a dinner with him, and yeah, that was a long time ago now. But my goodness, is he famous? And that would be. Yeah. I think it'd just be cool to hang out with that guy. It would, and we need to get him. You back. know what I would ask him about? I want to ask him about uh, Tropic Thunder. <laughs> he, he, he probably needs to kind of stray away from yeah, that in, I, in today's I day just, and age. It, yes, but I just I have a few questions. Like, where do we, that? How did that I, idea? Yeah, come I was about? like, what? Yeah. How'd you going commit on to here? that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I hope they paid you a egregious amount of money. <laughs> a very funny movie, though. Yeah, it was. Uh, I'll tell you a very, what. very funny movie. Um, but yeah, we need to get Robert Downey Jr. out. And your mom even said on the phone, she's like, we need to get him to a 500. We need to get him away from the green flag or on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> Stay tuned for Bob Downey Jr. on the podcast someday. Get, get Bob waving the damn green flag. Yeah, it Come would on. be nice. Look, we try to aim aim for a lot of things here in the motorsport industry, mm-hmm. and we hope to lure people in with the Indy 500 and the the majesticness of it. Uh-huh. Um, so maybe at some point we get Bob Downey uh, out here just waving flags and, and hanging out with the boys on Speed Street. I don't, I don't know. I'm sure it's a call that, you know, old Doug can just, you know, pick up easy, quick, yeah. Hey, Bob, Bobby, come Bobby, on, yeah. come on down. He's got agents for that, right? Like Doug's got people that that can contact their people, and sure. suddenly it becomes a thing. I don't know. Everybody's got people. You know? Yeah, I mean, who do you like, have people? You have people. No, no, I I really don't. I have I do have an agent guy manager, but yeah. like he's not a guy that I can be like, hey, I would like to have a sit down meeting with Jamie Fox. <laughs> You know what I mean? And he's just like, well, I'm going to reach out to his guy. Wouldn't it be <laughs> nice to have one of those, though? Yeah. yeah I yeah, feel like, like y'all strive to have, well, just like I guy. can't, I can't go. Uh, I, I heard this story about Lewis Hamilton once, uh, which was really cool. I thought Alex Rossi was an F1 driver at one point, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, you know, you get to do some things when you're an F1 driver. And I feel like Lewis gets to hang out with a lot of people. And I feel like Alex used to tell the story this may not be true or not it could be completely false but he's like yeah i guess lewis just had like his guy like reach out to like rihanna's people and then like then they became friends and just hung out <laughs> like it's like i want to contact that person i'm gonna get my people to contact her people mm-hmm. boom now we're friends I'd you know what i mean like thousand percent by that yeah because it's hard you know you can't just be relying on 
sliding onto people's DMs. You know what I mean? Like, no. we don't know what's going on there. The people's DMs are flooded. They're flooded. And who's really handling Rihanna's yeah, Instagram? Yeah, I mean, you know. You really think it's Rihanna? No. Come on. It's some, some person with an incredible agency that make a lot of money to do that. Exactly. So. Exactly. That's, you know, that that's that's the, that's the, that's where we're at right now. I don't have a guy like that, but boy, is he going to try to get us some sponsorship deals and bring bring some things to the table. Yeah. And he's done a great job with it so far. So sure. that's, we'll, we'll take it. Would you consider Deepu? He's, he's your people. He's he's a, a person, right? Uh, he, I mean, he is living and breathing on the earth. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he is a person. Probably not the best way for me to say that. I would say that if uh, Deepu would be our um, guy you text when you need a wristband. <laughs> There like you go. To get in anywhere. There's a people. Right? Wherever, no matter where it is, yeah. no matter what it is, if it's in the state of Indiana. Now that, now out of the state of Indiana, mm-hmm. it's tough. He becomes a little bit more shy. But when you're in his, when you're in his territory, yeah. when you're in his home region, if you got a guy, that's your guy. Deepu's a guy. He, yeah, he, he, he is a guy. Yeah. He, he is, is a the person guy. and a guy. You need a wristband. Yeah. You need a, a table. You need, he's like a promoter. But he doesn't get paid. Yeah. <laughs> we should you work on I mean? that for him. But, yeah. You know, he, he could probably pick up some nice extra cash on the side. Who knows? Yeah. Get uh, a little hustle going. Maybe get a merch line. <laughs> Deepu's promotional <laughs> products. DPP. <laughs> Deepu's doorman. Deepu. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know, there's, there's a lot you could do with that. Uh, there is. You're looking good in your Ed Carpenter racing, though. You're, Thank you're, you. Yeah. You're, you're repping strong. Uh, is that well, a new jacket? No, no. This is a jacket. I An OG jacket OG. from year one. Uh-huh. And now we're rolling into year three or whatever it is. So okay. uh, we got to get some new merch. We got to get our Bitnile merch. Uh, not merch, but like team kit. Yeah. Uh, it takes a while to get all that stuff ordered. Like we're testing sure. next week and I was like, shoot, I don't even have a Bitnile hat yet. Like it's it's hard to get this stuff going. And I, I sometimes wish that we could do it a little bit quicker, but like things are hard to get yeah. produced these days. You got a big rock. production line uh, issues, supply line issues are all yeah. over the place. All backed up out there in the yeah. ocean. Speaking of merchandise, though, big news from our friends at the shop. Oh, yeah. Uh, not only, apparently, we kind of leaked the uh, new merch coming from you. Yeah. Uh, people, <laughs> yeah. I saw some people tweeting at the shop and they were like, hey, heard on Speed Street that uh, new Connor Daly stuff. Eh, whatever. Fire. But yeah. um, along with that, our friends at the shop are going to have their own merchandise trailer oh. out at IMS the entire month of May. Very exciting. I am so pumped about that, honestly. Yeah. If you're if you're coming to the Indy 500, you better go to this trailer and uh, and spend really much, really all of the money that you possess because uh-huh. there's going to be some great stuff there. Um, we're going to have some incredible merch. Uh, they've done a great job. Like They really worked with me on some cool designs for some T-shirts that I like, uh, You know, some kind of classic racing designs. Like Some of them are just going to be like, you know, CD stuff where it's like there's not like a sponsor affiliation, so you can kind of wear it anywhere. It doesn't look like you're like the a, evergreen, you yeah. know, like a super fan of anything. It's just like, hey, that's a cool motorsport shirt. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, uh, so yeah, they've done a great job, and uh, and I'm pumped to see it. I mean, the fact that it seems weird that we've been selling merch and like doing business for the last two years when like there hasn't been anyone at the track. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that's, mm-hmm. and like, to be fair, the stuff has done, I feel like it's, it's done all right. But now like we're like this Indy 500 is going to be fully, fully back. Like concerts, people, no, like nothing, like nothing, no restrictions. The, the of snake anything. pit, so, like, apparently. Snake pit, yeah, yeah, that's come. I mean, everything's going to be back. So like, it's going to be, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Like imagine like you take away, like it's almost like taking away Christmas for two years. Sure. And now- well, Christmas is back. Christmas is back. You know what I mean? Trees like, up. Santa's coming in hot. Presents and underneath. Exactly. And it's a lot of, you know, monkey bread around for everyone. <laughs> it's going to be exciting. I yeah. can't wait. I, no, uh, neither can I. I mean, that's 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 huge because you see, you know, out there at IMS, you have the different um, IMS vendors, different kind of, you know, I don't even know if they're legal, not legal, whatever, but they're doing their thing. Yeah. I think Toronto Motorsports folks are usually around there, out there, which yep. is great. But uh, for the first time, the shop, and I mean, you know, they designed our logo, so we love that. But all the, you know, the Connor Daly merchandise and then just all the classic Indy 500 logos, oh, yeah. the classic IMS stuff. It's 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 beautiful. You got to get your hands on it and it's going to be read- readily available out there by the track. So that's fantastic. Yeah, I'm really pumped about that. It's going to be a great year. I think everyone. Maybe some Speed Street merch we can maybe I don't know. Maybe, yeah, there? maybe we should. I, that's, we haven't even talked about that yet. I'll talk to Brian. get it going. Yeah. We appreciate them. Um, this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I know yeah. you wanted to talk about the clash. We were texting about I did. this I over the weekend. That, we, got, we got to get into this because it was uh, finally motorsport is back, obviously. Yep. Uh, NASCAR gave something a try out in L.A. Mm-hmm. Uh, similar time to the Super Bowl. So, right. you know, lots going on in L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I think they did a great job. I, 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 Joey Joey was texting me about this over the weekends. I can't wait to talk about it. Yep. And uh, there certainly was a lot to talk about. I mean, this tiny, tiny track that these massive NASCAR Cup cars were on, um, you know, all the drivers trying to make the race, which is actually really interesting because it's very much like the Chili Bowl that we did a couple yeah. weeks ago. You know, you got to qualify and then you got to get into the race if you don't qualify well. And then there was LCQs to make the race, which were even more wild. Um, so I, I think it was the, the the only issue that I had with it. And again, I actually text a couple of the drivers. I was like, what do you guys think? Because I was kind of thinking, ah, maybe maybe they're not really enjoying it as much because like I like the ability to run side by side, like through the through the corners. And like it was really tough at a place like that to be side by side. Like you'd have to either fire someone off to pass or like the restarts, you'd be side by side for a little bit, but then it would kind of get sorted out and you really had to fight for the bottom. And if you were on the outside, you were really never going to make it down. So it just made it like I text Corey LaJoy about it. I said, hey, man, like what like what was going on? Because like I thought Corey was going to do he was going to have a great time. But sometimes, again, the car. If the car's not there, if you're missing one hundredth of a second on a tiny track like that, I mean, my gosh, you're yeah. <laughs> that's a ton. So he and said, the debut he, of the cars, too, yeah, debut of the cars. Yeah. Which again, we saw some people have some like pretty serious failures, and mm-hmm. that's what'll happen with new cars. Our our guy Chase Briscoe, I mean, the guy's running the top five, and the thing breaks. And same with Tyler Reddick. I, I was actually sitting on the plane with one of the head guys from uh, RCR, from mm-hmm. Richard Childress, his team. And I, I, I couldn't, I, I sat next to him. I said, I'm like, oh, I, or, like, I can't believe that happened to you. I mean, you guys had yeah. the fat, you guys for sure had the strongest car. Yep. He's like, yeah, there's one piece. I mean, uh, uh. apparently it was a very expensive piece too. I was like, oh, that's not great. Like, it's like, I was like, very expensive. I was like, oh, yikes, that's not great. Um, well, it's like yeah, Tyler he, Reddick was saying, I think it was him who was saying once he was out, you know, it's, that was kind of the, the beauty and the downfall of that clash is that yeah. you know, it wasn't for points. Exactly. So if you're going to have a mistake, if you're going to have that big of a letdown from your car, you, 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 the positive side is, uh, you know, I guess we'd have it here rather than two weeks from now at Daytona. Exactly. Figure it out in this two-week time frame. Get it fixed up. But, yeah, bummer for Chase Briscoe. But, but there's know? there's also still going to be more. Like, there's still – because, like, that's a tiny track, right? So not sure, a load, yeah. not a lot of load going through the suspension, not a lot of load going through, uh, you know, the, the the body. So, like, so that there's going to be more things that they're going to s- discover every race. But it, it happened to be um, massive. It was on a bigger stage because the leader broke down. You know right. what I mean? If it was, like, some guy running P20 – It'd be like, oh, yeah, I must have had an issue. Okay, bye. See you later. You know what I mean? But this is like the leader that was dominating the race, mm-hmm. uh, you know, had a failure. And then Chase Briscoe as well, poor guy. He had like two two different failures in two days. Um, so, yeah, but it, but but again, despite all the failures and stuff like that, it, w- it, was, it was an exciting race. The LCQs were crazy. People just wrecking each other to get in. And I think a lot of people like that. Like, uh, I think Alex Bowman or someone said it afterwards. He was like, yeah, I mean, I hope the fans enjoyed it. Like, everyone was wrecking everyone, and <laughs> apparently people like that. So <laughs> he's not wrong, though. Like, right. sadly, that is, like, we Some all want to see good racing, but if you're slapping the crap out of the guy next to you, well, guess what? People love yeah. watching that. You know what I mean? It's like Bumping a price bows. fight. I thought, you know, I'm watching qualifying on Saturday night, and I I texted my buddy, and I, and I said to my wife, I'm like, I just don't know how – 23 of these things are going to race on this at the same yeah. time because you're it's watching tiny. qualifying and there's one of them out there and it's like, it's taking up the whole track. How the hell are they going to do this? <laughs> yeah. And so 
I was very intrigued. I was very interested. And then, you know, we came to, we came to, um, the heat races and then, you know, those were fun to watch. And then the main event, obviously. And it was just, I was like, okay, somehow it pulled it off. Somehow all of those cars fit on the track at the same time. And it wasn't a total disaster. Right. Yes. I mean, I, I, I found it very entertaining and I, you know, I liked the mix up, um, of, kind of the short track racing. I, oh, yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I think for sure there's a uniqueness to those those types of events. I love the idea of the heat races where people are fighting for a transfer transfer spot. You yeah. know what I mean? I think that's, that's so exciting because, like, you don't have that in any top level of motorsport. You know what I mean? Like, sure. everyone's in the race. I mean, the only thing that, you know, people are fighting for is, like, you try to qualify into the Indy 500, right, which is very exciting. But it's not a race. And the same with same right. with Daytona 500. Like, you got to qualify into the Daytona 500. And then they have, you know, the the Bushlight duels or whatever, whatever it is, some sort of duel. And then that kind of sets your grid position. And that's a bit of a race your way in type scenario. But, like, at Daytona, it's a bit different. And, and now what I think was exciting about this format is, like, well, there's your transfer spot. There's one guy trying to get in. Yeah. It doesn't matter on owner points. Doesn't matter about anything. It's like you're fighting to get into the race, and that was it. And, and I and I like that. And I think the interesting thing about this new car for them as well, which I love to see, is that like some of the guys that well, you probably don't normally see at the front, whether it's like BJ McLeod or like our buddy Landon Castle. You know, he th there's there's guys that, or even the number 15 car, which Ryan Priest is driving now. Like the 15 car was never never competitive in 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 Cup racing, right? It's always been a you know a, a lower tier team, right? Lower budget, but now the cars seem a bit more even, like yeah, which is cool. Like you had guys out there in practice sessions, you're like, oh wow, like. Cody wears like P4 or something like that. I'd be like, wow, this is wild. I thought the and cars I, look really slick. I do as well. Yeah. I think they look good. I think they sound good. I think the fact that it's kind of put them on a little bit more of an even playing field is also something that's good for the future of NASCAR, I think, which uh -huh. is very exciting. How about uh, Indiana boy uh, Justin Haley? Justin uh, Haley was very fast. He's very fast. He, he, he I don't a, know Justin Haley, Yeah, but I think he has been he has been wildly impressive. Yeah. Looked really good. I respect um, him. And Larson take him out there, or yes, I can't remember. Yeah. Stuff. I think he yeah. kind of dove down. Larson in. gave him the old left hand yeah. down chopper. He said, and, "Not uh, today, yeah. young fella." And that's again, that's the great part about short track racing. Is it ah, short track racing? It's like, well, if you get a little roughed up, you're gonna yeah. get absolutely throttled into the wall. Yeah, and that was a big hit. Like that was a concrete wall on the inside there, and that ripped the left front of that thing yeah. off. Yeah, I didn't realize because when when you're watching on the broadcast, it was like, ah, uh, you know, he bumped him and he came down. But then when it showed the other side of his car, I was like, oh damn, yeah, he got him good. Yeah, yeah I think like if I were a betting man, I I'd tell you what, it was it was hard not to you know hard not to look at Justin Haley and AJ Allmendinger as like those those college racing cars are are strong so far and mm -hmm. justin was driving he was wheeling the wheeling the crap out of that thing so I, I i think that's again another exciting thing for the season i am one for one on nascar i put down on joey logano oh he ran well oh. all day on saturday he looked good he was feeling good i put down on joey logano you were on so slogano huh? i was on the old slowy joey oh man yeah. see i can't i can't I don't really know joey at all uh -huh. i just i don't know him and i don't know any i'm just kind of like well Joey seems to win, and it's kind of like, eh. But you know what? He's a very talented driver, yeah. clearly. <laughs> he and his wife also had a uh, baby girl, I think, like yes, the day after. Yes, literally the day after. The day of, yeah. Anytime, here's the, here's the interesting thing I've, I find about Joey Logano. Every time I'm rooting for a particular driver, whether I don't know what the situation is, where it's like, man, I, gotta, I want my guy to win here, Joey always wins the race. Oh. Anytime I'm, like, cheering for someone, like, when I was at uh, when I was watching the Clash, I was like, man, I just hope this is a good race. I just want to see someone like, let's get a little close, let's get going. Yeah. Well, Joey just won, yeah. like easily, and I was like, oh man. Well, I think <laughs> that uh, always happens. Uh, no, when you whenever you get that feeling, let me know so yeah. then I can put down on Joey <laughs> Logano. Yeah, you can yeah. hammer down on on uh, on Joey. Pretty weird for uh, Chase Elliott too. He kind of just spun out there and and yeah, there wasn't really much contact or anything. He just. I'm what thinking happened? that might have been one of those things that there might have been a failure that no one really talked about. You know what I mean? It looked it looked odd. Or honestly, like with the way the brake bias works in that new car, like they they might be getting used to it, right? Like there are a lot of people locking left fronts, and so maybe you start to tweak that that brake bias a little bit back, mm -hmm. and maybe it's very sensitive. I, I don't know. I haven't driven you know have obviously I haven't driven that car yet, but it's something that it could have either been a failure or 
He slaps the brakes, lock the rears immediately. Okay. And, you, and when, once you lock the rears, it's very hard to get it back. Yeah. Uh, especially in those cars. So could have been a failure, but also could have been just a pure innocent mistake, just trying to tune the brake bias in a little bit. Um, but yeah, just a lot. There was a lot going on. A couple other things from that oh, uh, that weren't on the things. track. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what did you think of Tony Stewart in the booth? I, I thought he was great. I liked it. I think uh, Tony, he painted a clear picture. I like what he was saying. Him and Clint Boyer, too, together are hilarious. I thought so, too. I like that a lot. I like, um, you know, I texted my buddy on Saturday during qualifying, and I was like, yeah, you could tell that old smoke was kind of my smoke mic is smoke. in here. That old <laughs> smoke was uh, kind of loosening up in the and during qualifying he was finding his groove a little bit. You yeah, know? He, oh, yeah. He, he, was, he came off a little choppy, a little hesitant in the booth, but then by Sunday during the heats and during the main event, I thought Tony was great. Yeah, I mean, but again, you got to like he's got so much experience to share. I mean, he's and he's also a great personality. Like after having. Gone to his bachelor party. I kept thinking I lo- about I lo- that. I love. I, I mean, Tony's got a great personality, and like he's very dry. Oh yeah, but he's but if you like the way he delivers things, sometimes you're like that's hilarious. Exactly. Like, Tony, Tony nailed it. Exactly. And him and Clint too, as well. Like like going going back and forth. Like those guys. I, I think Clint is one of my favorite NASCAR drivers of all time. Like just purely because he's an electric personality, and then when he wins a race, you know that guy's drinking eight hundred Bud Lights or something, and just Love getting it. absolutely demolished that night. Because guess what? Winning races is hard. It's hard, and, and it's that guy fun. goes for it. Yeah. So I, I, I love that, and I, I think they've got a great booth set up. And Tony did a great job. Yeah, the balance of Boyer and and Tony, I, yeah. I really enjoyed. I could see I Tony really doing more races. Yeah, uh, and then of course uh, Ice Cube uh, <laughs> during the the the, the mid race break. I mean, just absolutely torching well, the LA Coliseum. I think one of the funniest things too is like how many people they paid to be grand marshals. <laughs> like, I was like, that whole well, process was screwed. By the yeah, way, I was like, well, this must have been quite a spend to get a person from like every sport or like every like every hall of famer from every sport i'm like i i'm I'm honestly a little bit confused as to the point of this right (laughs) like why do we have 19 grand marshals all cool people though i was like hey those are pretty respectable athletes and and different folks you know what i thought was weird was how they like relegated reggie bush to just the bush push (laughs) yeah like, this is one of the best college football players of all time. Yeah. Heisman Trophy winner, multiple national championships, number two pick in the NFL draft, like, electric college football player oh, yeah. of all time. I mean, top five. Everyone knows Reggie Everyone Bush's knows, name. Exactly. Yeah. And and they just talked about the Bush push. And he was like, his Bush push at the, against Notre Dame is one of the most famous plays in college football history. I was like, who wrote this script? I thought it was so weird. Oh, yeah. I... There was there was just a few things that I'm just like, I, I, it was a cool little walk down, right? Like it was very cool. cool yeah, scene was great. Why were there not fans there? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. I think the only people that were there were like the drivers' wives and like team personnel. So I was like, kind of. why didn't we have that like surrounded by the fans? Sure. You know what I mean? So that yeah. that was kind of one thing that I was like, eh, it would have looked a little bit cooler because it almost kind of looked like it was empty and like. Yeah, in a big stadium like that, having walked out at certain racetracks like Texas or whatever it is, bigger ovals where there's kind of like a stadium feel, or even like Iowa where it's like a smaller oval, like it's hard to hear. Like, like yes, you can hear the crowd, but like if you're getting introduced like that, it kind of looked like it was it was like a dead zone. Like you're like, hey, here's uh you know Ricky Stenhouse Jr. and there's like he's just walking down, and I'm like, yeah. oh man, I'd love I'd love to see like a little bit more people there but you know what it was a first run for it so yeah I, I, we, we can't totally give him a an old dj ski what was that guy's name who's doing the doing the djing for the for the driver right. intros i You're met him last DJ year guy. he was at long beach he was at the long beach grand prix last year big card shop guy i went to his card shop met paris hilton at his place <laughs> i think it was dj ski or that something like right. that yeah. that sounds right yeah. yeah does he wear a helmet nice guy. too? no no, no just a just a cool guy that sells cool cards guy. for millions of dollars and <laughs> has parasilin over to his card shop there was just you know during that i i i felt like i was in a fever dream for a while because i'm watching nascar in the coliseum and ice cube is performing <laughs> And they're Blake cutting, Shelton's in the booth, and they're yeah. <laughs> and, and Blake Shelton's in the booth, and they're cutting away from Ice Cube to like you know three hundred pound Marlboro Light NASCAR fan smoking chick with a Chase Elliott shirt on. Oh yeah, bumping her head a little bit to to Ice Cube, 
And then they get back, and who's the like the play-by-play, the older guy in the booth, not Tony Stewart? Or yeah, like Mike Joy. No, I forget. His can't name. remember yeah. his name. Mike Eddie. Joy. I don't I know. Think, Mike- yeah, he he drops like an Ice Cube reference. He's like, when Tony, these drivers are gonna have to make sure that they check themselves before they wreck themselves. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, what is happening? Yeah. This is crazy. There was so much going on. It was insane. Which, I was like, I, I just fever dream. I mean, it was great. Like I. I I mean I saw so many things, and the whole time I'm just like, this is incredible for NASCAR yeah. because if you're talking about it and you're looking at it and you think it's kind of crazy, well it might it means that there's a lot of other people talking about it and thinking it's crazy too. There's a wild debate on the internet because like there's classic race fans who are always going to be angry about everything. It's the same all across the board, and there are people that are like, oh yeah, it's, it's terrible. I was like, do you realize how many people watch that event on Sunday? A lot of people watch it. Like, compared to the other Clash, like, normally, like, the Clash has been, like, yeah, it's cool to watch, but it's, you know, it's, like, kind of, like, yeah, it's not a points event, but it's fun. Everyone's going to wreck, and, you know, the ratings are okay, but, like, this, like, really blew it out of the water. Like, it was a whole thing, and, I mean, you had uh, Pitbull out there, too. I mean, Pitbull looks a little old. I'm not going to lie. Did you notice that he's got a little bit of a gray beard? No. Yes. You didn't uh, notice that? He's getting up there. I thought he I thought he looked a little bit uh more aged than I expected okay. him. But again, still an electric show. Yeah. I just wish I I, I still wish that like they would have had the performers like right in front of people. Mm-hmm. Like they had the performers so like relegated up to that little stage area, area you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, but the, you know, overall, like the driver intros, like that walk down the stairs was cool. Gus Johnson was doing Gus the intro. Johnson. Yeah. That's I was like, sick. as soon as they said Gus yeah. Johnson, I thought about you. Yeah. I, I was it. like, oh man, it there's Gus. Fantastic. That was great. He's and like, doing you knew, names you, you knew that. Gus had no idea who any of these guys were. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like, all right, here's uh Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Just and a he straight did this script. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Which I respect. I mean, the scripts were not terrible. I learned about a lot of nicknames for drivers right. that I had no idea that they were. Kevin yeah. Harvick had a nickname that the Bakersfield Bandit or something. I was yeah. like, what? I was like, I don't even know what that means. I was like, what? I've never even heard about that. Did you see the uh, D'Amelios were out there? <laughs> I did see that, yeah. Two of the most famous women on the entire planet right now. Yeah, I saw uh, on my Explore page, Kyle Busch had a post yeah. with uh, with both of them, getting to meet them. I was I like, mean, that oh, is so okay. powerful. Good for you, man. And I mean, they, they looked so they looked, famous. They looked like excited to meet Kyle Bush. I mean, which, you know, Kyle Bush is you know very famous, very yeah. good NASCAR driver, right? But like the Damilias, I mean, they're teenage girls who are like ah, the big craze yeah. in the entire world, the internet, everything. But like the way that they he posted these photos, it was like, oh wow, they really were like excited to come up and wait their turn to go meet Kyle Bush. It wasn't <laughs> I'm sure like they weren't waiting turns. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, but sure it wasn't, they were hustled right in there. It wasn't like Kyle Bush was like, you know, going to their trailer yeah. to go meet them. <laughs> they were over in his, you know, TikTok little trailer. Right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. God, what a nightmare that'd be. Yeah. Um, uh, you know what I find interesting about that though? You, you say that, and I've actually thought the same thing. I, I think when you meet people like that who are obviously massive celebrities, right? You got to remember that, like, they've probably not been into your arena before. You know what I mean? Like, true. Yeah. And 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 I think no matter who you are as a human, it doesn't matter if you're the most famous person on the planet. Like, if you experience something new, that's like it. Like, to, like motor racing is pretty. Like, it's cool. Like, it's mm-hmm, it's it's mm-hmm. something that's like really different. You're like, there's only like again, there's only. 40 of those guys in the world, right? And there's only like, there's only 33 of us at the Indy Valley. And this is like, it's the biggest event in the world. And like for them in LA, like that was a big event. And like mm-hmm. the drivers like are the guys, you know what I mean? Or girls, whatever it is. And so like, I think even if you're like a massively powerful celebrity like that, I've always found it cool that like, whether it's DJs or or actors or whoever it is, like whenever they're at the racetrack, They've actually been pretty, like, pretty cool about, like, hey, this is, like, awesome. Like, what you're doing is, like, super cool. Like, they've been really they cool about it. it. Yeah. yeah. And, and I That's think. That's a good point. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, what you do is, like, a million times cooler than me. Yeah. And, again, as soon as they leave, they completely forget who you are and have never <laughs> known you ever. But, like, when they're there, you're like, hey, this is actually pretty cool. Like, this is, like, these guys are enjoying a new experience because you're still a human right like and humans when you experience something new that might be like exciting and you don't actually get to 
be there ever. Like, I think people appreciate that. Even if you have 900 million TikTok followers right. and you'd have a great dance to whoever's new song and you make a hundred million dollars a year because of it <laughs> yeah that, that's a very good point man you're right we've seen i mean you've seen that obviously a whole bunch i've you know uh being out the track over the last couple of years i i have you know i'm picking up what you're putting down definitely. yeah yeah but i'm you know last year towards the second half of the season and definitely after i went to roval i was like okay nascar very cool very fun like it let's do it when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, I mean, I'm, I'm diving full head, head on into it, into the NASCAR pool. <laughs> the I'm full ready. NASCAR program. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for the whole season. I'm psyched. I can't wait for Daytona already. Now I'm going to be able to have when, I, when I'm not watching IndyCar, I'm going to be watching NASCAR. There you go. And that makes the offseason for football so much better because I'll just be able to watch NASCAR yeah. and look forward to that every single weekend. And uh, I'm very excited. I mean, they race so much too. And I, I, yeah. the, the most exciting part about it really is the fact that like, I always get excited for Daytona. I love sitting down watching Daytona 500. I'm going to watch it next weekend. Going to have an incredible time watching it. Oh, yeah. Um, but, like, it's this new car. Like, this new car does make it really, in, like, even more interesting. Like, me, from a technical standpoint, like, I like to, like, I appreciate the, the you know, the technical side. And, like, I talk to the drivers and I ask them, like, hey, like, what's your, you know, what's your opinion on this? And I like to get the inside info, you know what I mean? But there is something that's cool about, hey, we could see like a first time winner or you could see someone, you know, a team do really well that doesn't normally do well. Or like it could be a wild wreck fest because yep. no one really knows how these cars are going to fully like, they, you know, they've done some testing, some practice and stuff like that. But they don't until you until you get everyone, you know, fully juiced up and like ready to ready to rip each other's heads off out there. You know, the racing changes a little bit, which yep. I'm I'm very excited to see. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I now I got. I mean, obviously Chase Briscoe is our guy. Yep, he's one. He's I'm always pulling for him. Corey LaJoy, talk with Corey LaJoy. He was <laughs> very great. Um, so I pull for him as well. But I got to You know, I, I I met Chase Elliott a little bit down there, but I was also hanging out with Martin Truex and uh, you know all of the Justin Haley's an Indiana kids. So I got to. You know, I'm trying to work on who, who I'm going to be consistently <laughs> pulling guys? for. Yeah. You know, obviously I'll probably, you know, wager on them. And so that'll change a little <laughs> bit, but uh, get I, out in the sports books and see what happens. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Kyle, Kyle Larson's a very talented guy. Uh, obviously, so is Chase Elliott. I know everybody hates Kyle Busch. You know, I'm picking up on these yeah. things. Yeah. Um, Kyle Busch, interesting human being. That's for sure. What's your, what's your relationship like with Kyle Busch? Do you have one? No. You met, you met, right? I know Kyle. Yeah, like yeah. I, will, I will, I will say hello in passing. But I just is he a dick? Is he a dickhead? I, I, I would say that I am just indifferent. So I, easy, I, there's easy, a couple times I'll never forget when when I first signed with ECR. I think I was somehow invited to like this random dinner with like my lawyer, and uh, my lawyer represents your lawyer. Kyle. So you have a guy. Yeah, I have a guy. My my lawyer represents Kyle and does all of Kyle's stuff. And so I got invited to this dinner, and he, uh, Kyle obviously has an interest in doing the Indy 500 someday, right? Yeah. And so when I signed with ECR, the first thing he said to me was like, oh, yeah, you took my Indy 500 ride. I was like, uh, I mean, <laughs> excuse me? <laughs> oh. I was like, really? Oh, Okey-dokey. And I, there, there, there's just something about it. Like, I respect Kyle. Obviously, I think he's very, very talented. Yeah. I think he's he's really is one of the best stock car drivers there is because – Seeing what he does when he does those Xfinity races and the truck races too is just because uh, like I actually did race against him in the truck series. Like I crashed pretty early on in the race in Las Vegas, but like I thought it was going to be really cool to get to you know participate in a race that Kyle Busch was in. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um and and yeah, obviously that didn't last very long, but um but yeah, I I, I just I think he's got an interesting way to interact with people, and he's gonna be him, and that's it. That's the thing. He's kind of he's just like openly unapologetic about it. Yeah, and like I I don't think he cares to know me. And I'm like, you know what? That's totally fine. Because <laughs> like I'm not I'm not a, I'm not anybody. 
Just remind until him every I, time. Like, until I win like two or three Indy 500s, I assume if I won two or three Indy 500s, he would he would shake my hand. Okay. <laughs> you know get what I mean? to that point. Like yeah. you gotta, you know, you gotta put some you gotta put some uh wreaths on the wall before <laughs> before he gets before he gets friendly with you, I think. Yeah. Uh, that's all right. Yeah. But so. yeah, he's always been uh he's he, he's he's been fine, but I, I cannot say that we are friends. Yeah. Just remind him every single time, hey, I took your Indy five hundred ride, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would and again, the exciting thing about Kyle Bush is like him and Kyle Larson are two people that I would love to see do the Indy 500. And I would love to race against those guys yeah. at the Indy 500. So I think there's something pretty exciting about that. Uh, just them having the idea in their head. Uh, I know they pay attention to it. You know they watch it. And, like, you know they're thinking about it. And especially when – I think when Jimmy runs this year, big, big – Jim, let's say Jimmy does well, which I think he will. Mm-hmm. I, think you're, I think you guys are going to have – Kyle, Kyle Bush and Kyle Larson knocking on people's doors, be like, hey, let's get it going. You yeah. know what I mean? I Which mean, I think those, is cool. Those two guys probably won't have to knock very hard or very long. No, yeah. They're, yeah. they're very big names, very talented guys. I so. mean, the only thing that it comes down to when you're getting those guys to do stuff is approvals. Like, is there is their full-time job team going to let them do it? Is their engine manufacturer going to let them do it? Because there's a lot of that stuff that always prevents. Mm-hmm. Everyone thinks, oh, why don't they just do it? It's like, well, there's a business side of it. You know what I mean? There's like a contractually, Kyle has to probably get, uh, you know, a certain approval from the owners, from this, that, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that's usually what, you know, what stops things. Gotcha. Yeah, so that was NASCAR, the clash at the LA Coliseum, Daytona coming up, uh, not this weekend, the next weekend because of another event that's happening in Los mm. Angeles at SoFi Stadium. Oh, yeah. The Super Bowl. Your childhood team, your Cincinnati Bengals yep. have finally made it there. Congrats to them. Thank it's you. been long Thank enough. <laughs> They're playing the Los Angeles Rams. Super Bowl Sunday. Super Bowl weekend, man. What it, um, What do you think? It's, I'm, I'm so you? pumped. I, do you know what's really weird, though, this weekend? Like, I have no plans for the Super Bowl. I I, I, I might just watch it at my house by myself. Like, I, oh, all on. my friends are gone. I got friends at the Waste Management Golf Tournament out there in Arizona. Mm. And then uh, half my other friends are in L.A. for the Super Bowl. <laughs> and, oh, they went. Yeah, and they might not – they're not, not going to go to the game, but they're just there. Um, so it's, you know – I. I and I'm trying to focus on Seabree next week. We got a test next week that we got to leave Monday for. Oh, leave? Okay, so uh, and even like Rossi, because there, there's a test day Monday. Half the teams, half the cars are running Monday. Half the cars are running Tuesday. So Rossi, Grosjean, the Andretti guys, they're all running on Monday. So Alex, I said, hey man, what are you doing for Super Bowl? He's like, I'm going to be in Seabring. <laughs> so some of the guys are going down Sunday, which means there's you know not a lot of people in town for this weekend and. Uh, and saw Hinches in Singapore. Hinches in Singapore. I don't, where did that come from? I have no idea. I didn't even know he was going. All of a sudden, I saw him on this large flight with his with his woman. So, good for them. Um, Do Canadians even watch the Super Bowl? I don't think so. I think, I think James only watches it to consume alcohol at the same time. Yeah, I don't yeah. think they even know it. It's is like Super a beverage consumption holiday. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. But I, I can't wait. I mean, I'm I'm taking the Bengals, hammering the Bengals. Uh, took them to score first and to win. Whoa. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I just, I love the idea of, you know, potentially wearing my Corey Dillon jersey on <laughs> Sunday to my own house. <laughs> and you should. Not really doing much. You but should. It's, 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 man, it's been cool to see all the stuff. I mean, Super Bowl week is so massive. They have all those people down Radio Row. Like, I was watching Pat McAfee's show as well, like, mm-hmm. from – from the radio row and like they get, they get like a wild group of people that just go there for the Super Bowl and especially like in LA like LA is the land of celebrities so you got countless amounts of people out there and um I mean what do you what do you think what do we is is yeah. big, is big balls Joe Burrow gonna gonna do it <laughs> I mean Dude, it, I, it seems like America is leaning towards the Bengals, which is dangerous because yeah these low-key Rams with no fans because the poor Rams are the Rams, so Nobody like they're really cool, but yeah, but no, no, all the football fans left. They moved to Texas, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was telling John, and it's good to have John back, our, our producer. He's been out, but uh, I was telling him before. I was like, man, I feel like you know, head head is with head is with the Rams, hearts with the Bengals, and it's not because I'm rooting for them. It's yeah. just because it feels like man, it would be it, a cool it, story. It, well, it just feels like one of those like team of destiny, you know? I mean, everything uh, to this point, the crazy playoff run that they've had coming back against Kansas city. Oh. Like it just feels, 
it feels like kind of they got this mojo, this Dude, magic thing working, run. you know? Um, yeah. So I'm like, dang, do you, do you go against that? You know, even though the Rams, you know, I saw somebody send me a graphic that was like the everybody else, like the Rams checked off everything of like they have the better – the, the better defense, the better pass rush, the better line, <laughs> the better running back, the better yeah. whatever. But the Bengals have Joe Burrow. And yeah. Then, you know, and it's yeah. like, that could be enough, man. Yeah. I don't like, know. I, I was listening to, uh, <laughs> pardon my take, and they were, they were having a guy off. They did that guy off segment that they okay. do. And it was like all the names that you hear on the Rams. And then there's like four or five guys that the Bengals that you actually like know of. And you're like, oh. Wow, yeah. <laughs> but they're all a problem, you know? I Jamar know. Chase and Joe Burrow, they're, they're, that's a problem. I know. I, you know? I, I'm I'm very excited to watch the game. I I, I, I do hope it's close. There, part of me thinks the Rams could absolutely slap them in the face, but also part of me thinks it's, it could it could just be a gunfight. Right. Score, 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 sure. score. Or like no score, no score, no score. Like something is going to keep it close yeah. or it's going to be blowout. Yeah. The uh, Aaron Donald could just have – 10 sacks, you know, because the yeah. Bengals line is just... I, I actually, I took a little prop bet Aaron Donald to be a Super Bowl MVP. Oh, what, <laughs> what odds you get for that? Do you I don't know. It was like plus 1,400. Yeah, it was, I was like, sure. Dude. I mean, what if he just absolutely destroys for Joe Burrow's sure. life? Man, I got to get on these here. I, I did cash in. Action, uh, yeah. I, I had, I did this bet on Barstool Sportsbook uh, yep. back from July. I did a boosted odds plus 1,000 for TJ Watt to win pl- defense player Really? Bam, cashed it, <laughs> cashed it last night. So I got a nice little. I got some. I got some Super Bowl some play money. money. Yeah, a little play money. You going know what's on. funny is I the the only early bet that I made, which I feel like was, it hurts to not win it, but I had Matt Stafford as MVP. <laughs> oh, for the season, for the season. Okay, I, I made this bet in uh, in Fair July. Yeah. In July, Matt Stafford to be MVP. Obviously, he was not, but he's in the Super Bowl. So I feel like, you know what? I didn't have a terrible read on it. No, you, you were you didn't were have right a terrible there. read yeah, on it. Yeah, you were right there for sure. Uh, so you're going to be— I also go- bet the tw- the coin toss. Would you, do you want to say or you feel you're going to jinx it? Tails. Uh, tails. Never fails. fails. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I That's, live by. Uh, there you go. Um, but because I bet it, hammer heads because it's definitely <laughs> going to be— It's definitely going to be heads. <laughs> now, what, what does a Super Bowl spread look like for you? As in the point spread? <laughs> no, the food. <laughs> oh man, and I, I don't know, know you're gonna be celebrating, perhaps alone. But what's yeah? The, I mean, to as be a diabetic, fair, I don't does even it fuck you up with that. Do you nah, have to watch? Yeah, it? I said, well, see, I can't. I don't eat unhealthy anyway. Like I can't. I mean, I just I can't. Right, really you're gonna be do hopping it. in a car on Tuesday. You can't have buffalo chicken dip. Wayne, no, I yeah. mean, I wish I could. But man, I I I can't even remember the last Super Bowl party I went to because the last two years has been kind of weird, right? Like when yeah, it's this time true. of year, so. I um I don't even know, but I tell you what, if you go to a Super Bowl party, it's usually just the worst things for your body ever mm-hmm. are everywhere. Oh yeah, but are they the best tasting things in the world? Absolutely. Yeah. Do you have seventeen different forms of dip that you can dip your chips in? Yes. Hell yes. Do you have multiple different cookies? Absolutely, chocolate chip, iced cookies, what a football shaped cookies with icing on them. You know what a tradition I like to do is get a Super Bowl themed cookie cake. Oh, see, exactly. Yeah. There's always a Super Bowl cookie cake, oh, yeah. always. Mm-hmm. And I and I love that idea. And, pizza and, and wings, pizza and wings, of yeah. course. Yep. It's like w- the one day a year where everybody's just like, "Fuck it, we're doing pizza and wings." Yeah, and breadsticks and, and, and whatever everything. else, the yeah. cinnamon sticks as well with sure. the icing. Yeah. yeah, there there's a lot of that. So I I don't know what I'm gonna do actually. I, maybe I'll go. I mean, I don't even know if I don't even know if my parents are in town. <laughs> like, I don't even. Like, I don't know what's going on, but I'm I'm gonna do something for Super Bowl. And you know what might be the coolest thing ever? Just what? watch it by myself at the house. You know, and it, just have that would just have a nice little peaceful time. I can watch every commercial, which I'm sure. I'm a big Super Bowl commercial guy. Sure, I want to be locked in for those. See, I I feel like hopefully we're because you know the world kind of needs some some lightheartedness. I feel yeah. like for a while there we went through a stretch in the mid 2010s where it was like. Every commercial was trying to solve the world's problems. Oh, you don't and, think they're going to be doing that this in, year? in thirty seconds? <laughs> and so it's like, can we get back to like office linebacker Terry Tate and yeah. like that kind of shit? Like, make us laugh. Do a minute long thing. Hopefully, there's some cool like movie previews or oh, show yeah. previews that'll yep. drop. You know, that Indy really 500 commercial that. regionally. There, yeah, I think there will be. That'd be I cool. think there's going to be an Indy 500 regional spot. You know what's really cool? Clayton too, Anderson might be in a about. commercial re- regionally. Our our favorite country oh, music, really? music artist locally. Yeah, I um, heard he might be in a regional Super Bowl commercial. Nice. Yeah. 
one of my favorite, like, I was just thinking about this too, is like, you know, you don't have parties for like the World Series or like the NBA Finals yeah. or a lot of other things. But you know, two things you do have parties for the Super Bowl and the Indy 500. Boom. Yep. You have two the, of the iconic events of the world. Yeah. I mean, you know, and definitely around here. If you're not, if you're not going to the track, Everybody's like, yeah, we're having a 500 party, and they get the checkered flag flags, and they get yeah. the cookie cake that has a checkered flag on it, and all and you're that. You're probably celebrating all week, like they've done yeah. for the Super Bowl. Exactly. You know I mean, like all race week, there's something going on, something's happening. We're all getting jazzed up about it. You know what I mean? And that's what's beautiful is that even though the Super Bowl moves around every single year, we get every single year <laughs> in our backyard, boom, a Super Bowl type week because Indy 500. I mean, our event is like three Super Bowls. <laughs> I mean, the amount of people, it's like, yep. hey, guess what? Sure. I'm actually really hoping for a sellout again this year. I'm I'm hoping that the oh. people are, like, fully jazzed. We're getting back to life now. A thousand percent. I mean, I, it could be tough to get there because I'm sure there are still a certain amount of people that are semi-concerned about life in general. But, like, no, I, I, I can see it being a big one. Yeah, a I'm, big one. I'm now a homeowner. Jimmy Johnson's now racing in the Indy 500. You got Roman Grosjean racing in the Indy 500. I mean, huh. Yep. I'm seeing sellout. I'm seeing sellout as well. I'm seeing sellout so much now. I'm officially a homeowner. Like I said, I would put my, the, my mortgage really. Down the fact that I it's love a sellout. that. I really I love would. that. Yeah, I really would. So, uh, guys, you know, <laughs> speed street listeners, get your yeah. tickets. Let's go. Yeah, we gotta we gotta make this thing happen. <laughs> Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, we're uh, closing in on an hour here. What, what else do you want to um, uh, well, get to? I, I want to bring up something that I find is really interesting that has... I think good signs for motorsport in general, okay. or it tells us the power of Netflix. Because I don't know if we saw, anyone saw the Red Bull Formula One team uh, brought out their new car, uh, their new livery for the year, their new, their new, their new, uh, you know, new wagon. Are they kind of copying IndyCar? No, 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 no. Okay. This has to do with essentially the primary sponsor, right? We know Red Bull Racing is Red Bull Racing. You think that the primary sponsor might be Red Bull, which essentially Red Bull does put a lot of money into it, but they did a deal with Oracle, which is a very, very apparently successful. I don't have no idea what they do. They're apparently, like a tech software. Yes. In you know, like you know. Silicon Valley type stuff. Yeah, but then they just moved to Austin, Texas. Yes, obviously. One of my best friends Smart move. works there or used to work there. Yeah. So uh, this guy, and again, Oracle, I, I was always told that I should go after them for sponsorship because someone in the higher ups there is a big motor racing fan. Uh-huh. And boy, they must be because apparently this deal that they just did with Red Bull, they are now the primary partner on the side pod. It's not Red Bull anymore. It's Oracle. It's Oracle. Yeah. $500 million. <laughs> A, I mean, that I is an absurd amount of money in motorsport. I mean, half well, of you got as deep billion. pockets as Oracle does. I guess so. But, okay. I mean, again, that just shows, like, all these Formula 1 teams, too. Like, they're actually, like, they've got a lot of sponsors. Like, you, you notice, like, Ferrari just did another primary yeah. deal with a big tech company. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, there is a lot going on. And I think that's good for motor racing as a whole. I hope it helps us as well. Like, Hey, if you can't get into Formula One, you can get into IndyCar. You know what I mean? But like $500 million is a lot of money. And we didn't necessarily hear that Max Verstappen is making $100 million a year yet. You know what I mean? So like maybe that's to load up so they can pay Max when he gets a contract renewal. I hope so because he deserves it. Um, But yeah, that's wild. A $500 million deal approximately, reportedly 500. And that's, that's wild. And I mean, that's big money. And then, like, so again, you know, and, and, and the homeowners, I promise I'm getting somewhere with this. And the homeowners process, you have to, you know, go get a, a cashier's check or, or wire money for, <laughs> yeah, for yeah. a down payment. Yeah, a little right? down because, payment. Because, yeah. you know, you can't just write a check for $10,000. Whatever it is. Yeah. Got to go to a cashier. Yeah. 
how are you writing a check for 500 million <laughs> smackaroos? How are you just sitting down? Yeah, just open it up and, uh, yep, that's a long line to write. Transfer. And then that's okay. a big, big bank, bank transfer schedule. And I assume it's like a monthly thing. The Oracle people call the bank people yep. and all the, the they the call guys, the Red Bullions. They're yeah. not actually writing the check. His people contact the Red Bull people and then they yeah. somehow make it happen there. Yeah. Maybe they, maybe they, yeah, maybe there's bitcoins involved somehow. How someone's avoiding taxes somewhere at some point a lot as of well. Offshore accounts. It's going to go to a Panamanian bank account first, and then it's going to be uh-huh. funneled through a cash display yep. uh, in a you know a, a Saudi Arabian bank, and then and then it gets to Red Bull. Yep, something's going to happen there, I assume. We know how it works. Yeah, but that's I, I, I think that's awesome. And again, Aston Martin just released their car today too, and like I think the cars look pretty cool. Like it's definitely a different car. And again, another thing that makes the F1 season really exciting is an entirely, you know, new set of regulations for the car. So we've got an incredibly exciting racing program as a whole in mm. front of us. Like NASCAR, new cars, Formula One, new cars, IndyCar, eh, just new people. Yeah. <laughs> and then, right. And, and our season that's fully, fully back, hopefully, you know what yes. I mean? So uh, there's a lot going on there. Formula E races this weekend in, in Mexico as well. We're going to have to check in with my friends on that. Um, but yeah, there's, that was a ton of stuff that was going on and I just felt like we had to get it. But obviously next week, the entire, we mentioned it a little bit earlier, but the entire IndyCar field is testing. Mm -hmm. We're all going to be in the arena together. Yep. Sebring, Florida, the, the wonderfully scenic Sebring (laughs) motorsport track. (laughs) The, the, The week before we get going. Yeah. And St. Pete as well. Yep. So, so very it's exciting. Next week is super, super important. We've been on the simulator twice in two weeks. We're going to go. We test next Tuesday, and then I fly home, and I'm home for four hours. Then I fly to Charlotte to be on the simulator on the Wednesday, So it's or Thursday. So there's a, there's definitely, you know, it's it's now time to kick things off. And this, this Sebring test will give us a really idea of who's, you know, who's shown up. You know, day to day, it's going to be a little bit different, obviously. So you can't really compare both days but on the one day we're going to see some strong teams on the second day we're going to see some strong teams so i'll be very curious to uh you know to see what happens and uh and one thing as well we forgot to mention was there was an indycar virtual racing championship oh well, yeah yeah the the virtual start to the indycar series season old uh felix Ro- felix, felix supposed to be our guest today rosenquist yep. won huh saw felix at the gym this morning he did look a little embarrassed like oh i haven't text connor back oh, as fuck. much as i maybe yeah. should have that's all right. but to be fair to him we were gonna have him on today and apparently mclaren is releasing their livery today so it's a big big exciting social media announcement we gotta do his um, thing. Yeah. business calls it's fine but yeah the the uh <laughs> I will say it was pretty funny. We used R Factor Two, and none of us knew anything about R Factor Two. But it's our it's our partner that's making the new IndyCar video game. They mm-hmm. also made R Factor Two or own R Factor Two. Um, and I tell you what, having guys, I, I was streaming on Twitch, and we had a couple guys like Grosjean popped into the Discord. Rossi was there. Colton heard his computer didn't work, so he didn't participate. Scott McLaughlin's pedals didn't work, so he didn't participate. <laughs> there were a couple guys getting out of it. I FaceTimed Scotty McLaughlin while I was sitting in my cockpit. And uh, and he was like, man, I've got this other race that I've got to do, like, coming up. And I can't – I just can't reconfigure my pedals. So, like, I just told him I can't do it. I'm like, I'm kind of jealous. I'm not going to lie. All my <laughs> stuff works, though. So it was it was funny. There was a lot of contact, a lot of wrecking going on. I was following on Twitter. It yeah. looked like a lot of contact. There it was some like people good racing. Were just, old buddy Joseph Newgarden and I had a great – I really enjoyed racing with Joseph Newgarden out nice. there. It was quite fun. I think our friend Tatiana Calderon had a couple, had a couple moments where she might have wrecked a lot of people. But, again, this is internet motor racing, so yeah. we don't know. Renus VK, my teammate, as was said in the 2020 IndyCar series of virtuality, he hit a lot of people, but he, you know, Renus was quite good in real life. So it was an interesting, interesting evening of motor racing. I actually enjoyed it quite a lot, except for getting wrecked in the final. But good job for IndyCar for kind of putting that together. Yeah, it was. It was fun to follow along. Like you said, they were posting highlights and everything on Twitter and updates. Oh, yeah. And so that was cool. I mean, it's the game something. looked great. It looked so realistic. You it, know? Yeah, I mean, to be fair, the game was not bad, and it was cool because, like, that was actually the first time I had seen my car, like, by the livery of my car, sure. like, together. Yeah. And a lot of the guys, like, I hadn't seen their car liveries yet. So Very exciting. It was cool to actually see 
my my Bitnile machine. Mm -hmm. And now today, the bit, I actually just got a photo of the Bitnile machine fully put together. Oh. It does look that's nice. going up on Instagram. Well, no, not yet. It's we got to wait for the real one. But it's oh. it's uh to be fair, I'm not a fan of the gold, but it's part of the company colors. And in the end, I love the sky blue and I love the navy blue on it. So I th I think it looks good. I saw our pal Alex Rossi uh, debuted his on yes on social media. There's a lot of conflicting opinions about his. Said the I baby's actually ready. It. I thought it was, it was like a little blue and pink. Yeah, it's, it's bright. It's It'll stick uh, out. It's just. What he, you know, he would do two primary spots. It was yeah. either pink or Napa last year, and then he just put them together. Yeah, I actually like it. I uh, someone said to me, "Oh, we don't like it." I was like, "Really?" I was like, two bright colors." Like, that's guess what stands out on track? Two bright colors. There's too many people who just dislike too much stuff. <laughs> Everybody just be uh, happy, just, and have yeah. fun. Just, Can just we all stop. accept things? Yeah, just just stop. Yes. All right. uh, so random Indy 500 yeah, driver. Let's wrap it up with that. So I went back a few years. And I was trying to figure out, all right, who are we going with this time? Because yeah, we yeah. actually got like, get a lot of great feedback about the Randy, random Indy 500 driver. It's a great segment. I, you know who I uh, – one of my guys, actually one of my mechanics um, at ECR, we were having a conversation. He's like, yeah, I used to work with Corey Witherill. I was like, oh, you don't random say. Random. He was our random Indy 500 driver of the week. He's maybe, like, oh, no way. Maybe that's what we should try to get the shop to do is – that should be our first merch is uh, the Ricky Treadway random, random Indy 500 <laughs> driver. <laughs> yeah. In the back is just all the cars or all the names. All, yeah, all the like names. Like on the grid. Yes, That'd that would sick. be hilarious. All right. So we go We go 1974 Indy 500 this time. 1974. Good year. Uh, Rick Muther or, or Mother. M-U-T-H-E-R. Rick Mother. Yeah, I, I'm going to go Mother as well. That's good. M-U-T-H-E-R. I mean, Rick. E -R. Not more racing than that. Rick Mother, yeah. And I... I I had not heard this name if I'm if I'm honest I had not heard this name so I'm I don't know a ton about Rick Mother or Muther Mother I don't know. Uh, Let's get a check from some. Can we get a check on racing. on Rick Muther yeah. or Mother? <laughs> Stick to one. Rick's mother. Rick 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 Mother. Did you get him? Rick Mother. You know. Uh, yes, I did. Okay. <laughs> he has unfortunately uh, passed. Well, he that's all right. was born August 13th, 1935 in Alhambra, California. Got it. He passed away March 12th, 1995. Got it. Um, so, it was he didn't make it 60. He made it 59. He was almost 60. All right. Um, part of the Indy 500's first hippie race driver. Really? Yeah. First Mother hippie. started and what is that? Are we learning something? Is I think, this yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe because he's from Southern California, and so it was like the hippie time. Um, drove the USAC and Kart Championship Series, racing in the 67 to 75 USAC and 80 Kart seasons. 46 combined starts, including the Indy 500 and 70 and 71, and 1974. Uh, finished in the top 10 13 times. Highlight of Rick's career was racing for four-time Indy 500 winner A.J. Foyt and oh. the 75 California 500. Okay. Um, how about old Rick? Says one of Indy's all-time most colorful drivers. Mother always had the wildest helmet paint jobs by Gary Fino. Really? Um, well, that's interesting. So yeah, so he's hippie. He's very, <laughs> he's very colorful loud, helmets. colorful. I like um, this guy. Poor guy had heart failure and died in his sleep. Well, I guess that's a peaceful way to go. Yeah. I mean, I mean goodness gracious. Rick yeah. having some cool stuff. I mean, and again, learning about new people. Uh-huh. And uh, that I didn't know about. He raced what did he finish here in nineteen? I know he started about uh, I think outside of row nine, maybe or yes. Yeah, Johnny Rutherford won. He started seventy four and Rutherford started twenty fifth and came all the way up to win. Yeah. In seventy four. Seventy four. Sure. Then Bobby Unser okay. was second. Big balls, Bill, Bob. Bill Vukovic, uh, the second, third. Gordon Johncock, fourth. Um, let's get down here to Muther. Yeah, old Johnny Rutherford. Okay, it was not a very great run. That's, that's, all, right. <laughs> that's all right. He started 24th and finished 27th. You know what? Sometimes these things happen in the Indy 500. But he did finish better than old Mario Andretti, who started fifth and finished 31st. There you go. 1974, Indianapolis 5 hundo. So that's our guy. That's our guy this week. 
All right. We appreciate it. Rest in peace to him. Cool. Yep. Um, all right. Final prediction for the Super Bowl. For uh, Super Bowl weekend. Bengals by three. Give me a, give me give me a full score. Uh I'm gonna go. Um I'm I'm gonna go 34-31. Cool. We're going I with scoring. the over too. Okay. Yeah, we're going over. I am going um Bengals 29. Rams 28. Ooh, one point smasher. Huh? One pointer. McPherson hits oh. a field goal. <laughs> time expires. Winner. And um, he throws his helmet into the crowd yeah. and strips his shirt off right there in the field. Uh huh. That seems um, like a McPherson thing. Yeah, to do. just kind of, uh, as much as it pains me to say, feels like there's kind of a, a, a team of destiny. And so it's going to be like a 57 yarder. And McPherson's <gasps> just going to nail it uh, and uh, bounce off the as crossbar. time expires. <laughs> yep. It's going to be very dramatic. Uh, so that's what we're going with. Uh, again, thanks to our friends at the shop Indy. Uh, very excited for their news that they're going to be out there all month long in the month of May with oh, the trailer. Yeah. Um, support them. They made our logo make great shirts, sweatshirts, hats, Stuff. everything, merchandise. Uh, be sure to follow us and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Leave us a rating. Leave us a review. Again, those numbers keep bumping up every single week. Love to see it. We'd love to hear your feedback on the reviews. Um, means a lot to us, and it helps other race fans find out about us, other podcast listeners who like Connor, who like myself, mm. want to listen to us as well. So 